You just gotta keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. Welcome. Hello. This is Nick. And uh, I'm feeling incredible. It has been a great day today, and I'm fired up. So let's get this episode rocking and rolling. Sit down, chill out, and uh, take some pliers to your ears and open those suckers up because it's podcast time, baby. So today I hit an absolute fire arm day. It was incredible. I'm fired up because the Chiefs won, and I... I'm going to I'm going to keep it a buck, okay? I didn't necessarily want them to win for reasons. <clears throat> and that gave me some pre-workout for uh today's lift. I I'm going to be keeping it a buck. And let me tell you, it paid off because by the time I was done, I felt like I could have thrown my car across the parking lot. It was that good. <clears throat> but other than that, I've had a great day. I, I've really enjoyed just just living. The sun was shining today, and it has been gloomy and rainy for the past like week or so. So I've just been really thankful today that the sun finally came out, said what's up, you know, gave me a high five, and all is good. So, you know, with that, I've had a smile on my face pretty much the whole day. And I'm just thankful to to see my friends and see what's going on in their life. And, you know, here we are. Episode 68, coming at you live. One thing that has really, I don't know, it's it's just kind of made me more aware of something I'm appreciative towards. And definitely, you know, something that I would like to keep practicing in my life. Sticking to your word and following through with plans. Oh my gosh. You know, it sounds like such a simple task to do. Like there has been so many times where I have invited someone somewhere or... You know, I'm in a group setting and we're trying to coordinate an event or coordinate like a gathering or something. And people are like, yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. And, you know, like half the people who said we're going to be there don't show up. Or whenever I'm like having a one-on-one with someone and I'm like, hey, you should like really go to this. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I'll go. I'll go for sure. And they don't. You know, that that rubs me the wrong way a little bit. And whenever someone actually follows through with plans, that's like, that's huge. You know, you kept your word and that goes a long way. Because if you say something, you better follow through with it. And I just think that's a huge thing. And I really appreciate that whenever someone actually carries through and does that in their life. I mean, it just the smallest things go the longest way. So that's been something I've been really appreciative as as of late. Uh, You know, just talking to someone and getting them to go somewhere, you know, more of like an invitational thing. And and I think I kind of covered an episode on this, but like 
just take the opportunity. Only got one life and, you know, that whole yada yada stuff. But, like, seriously, man, like, what else do you have preoccupying your time so much to where you can't set aside your evening or, you know, I mean, it just comes down to like time management and just coordinating your life like a game of Tetris. One block in front of the other. Oh, what do you know? The four block is going to fit right in right here perfectly. You know, you, you just take life one step at a time and you move blocks where they need to go and things just work out. Obviously, some people have a better time doing that than others. But, you know, that's how people stand out. So I just wrapped up reading The Creative Act by Rick Rubin, the great producer himself. And let me tell you, that book was incredible. It's it's like 400 pages, but I don't know. It's a lot shorter than you would think. I don't know if the way it's formatted is just easily consumable or something, but it goes by and man, the message is just incredible. I mean, just the insight to this guy's way of thinking and you know, he's got an extensive career and that just translates into this book. You know, he weaves in a lot of stories and very universal concepts that can be applied to a lot of anything dealing with the arts. And, you know, me involved with photography, videography, writing, podcasting. I mean, there's a million things I do that are creative relating. And that book touched on a lot of areas that I resonated with in various areas. Heck, it even, I even thought about some things in like a school context as far as blocking time off and taking breaks when I need to take breaks mm -hmm. and just how I can inspire new thoughts. So if you haven't read it, I am highly recommending it. I just finished it and I think that might add to the annual read list. So, I mean, it, it really is an incredible book. So if one of your friends has it, nah, I'm just lying. Pick it up yourself. You're, it's it's going to be worth it. So now we are we re-reading The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Another incredible book related to creativity and gaining a perspective of better understanding your strengths and weaknesses. I just had some thoughts as I'm wrapping up the day here about a project that I've been working on for about a year or so. And I'm having some revelational thoughts on it that I would just, uh, you know, put out and share. And uh, I don't know, maybe you can get something from it. But for the most part, I'm just kind of spitballing ideas and tossing my thoughts into the universe about this. But essentially, well, let me just say, 
so I wrote a book in 2021. Holy cow. It may have been 2022. I don't know. It's been a minute. And after I finished that book, I was on top of the world as far as motivation to keep writing. I had the flow going. You know, I always hear about runner's high. And, you know, I've experienced that a time or two. But there's got to be a similar concept that relates to riding, like rider's high or something. You just, you get on a flow, you get on a wheel of inspiration, and then you finish a project and you get off that wheel and you're like, dang, like I, I want to get back on. And right after I finished that book, I had that feeling of, you know, writing another book, but it's just like, I didn't really have any initial ideas. It's like nothing was screaming at me to to a certain idea or a narrative or something like that. So I just kind of put it off for a little bit. You know, a couple months went by, a year went by, and then I read a book called Harassment Architecture by Mike Ma. And let me tell you, that is not... A book for the faint of heart. What's that expression? Faint of heart? You know, you got to be a pretty tough-minded person to, to get through that book. Or just be judgment-free and, you know, don't have many ways to offend yourself, I guess, is one way to put it. It's a really raw book, is what I can say. And reading that book, it ignited a lot of ideas that I had that I was resonating with at the time. And, you know, I was sitting there, I was like, huh, I could see myself writing a similar book to this, but maybe not such a raw way that Mike did it. But I mean, you know, I'll just go ahead and say, I mean, he did a he did a pretty good job as far as putting himself out putting himself out there. I mean, it's some real stuff. Like ton of things I relate to, but also ton of things I don't. But that's the beauty of books. And after the, after reading it and finishing it I couldn't help but think. I was like, dang, is this the second book? Am I taking inspiration from this book so much so that I want to somehow develop my own rendition to my next book? But I just, I don't know. There was a a thing on my shoulder saying, I don't know. Is this the right play? So I kind of started 
writing a little bit, you know, here and there, immediate stuff that was on my mind that I identified, not really identified with, resonated and understood from harassment architecture. And I don't know, something just wasn't clicking. I got so far and I just kind of took a step back from it for a little bit. You know, I reanalyzed where I was at, what I was doing, and then it kind of hit me. I was like, dang it. Is this the direction of the book I want to go? Because, you know, it was just a lot of dark stuff. And I, I, I'm not sure <laughs> if I want to put more dark stuff into the world. And, I, and by darker stuff, I mean like just talking about the raw realities of life. It definitely is hard to stay positive all the time. I have my days just like everyone else, but I try to have an optimistic outlook and put that out to the world because I want to be. And influences can shape this dynamic as well. Hence, when I was 80% done with harassment architecture, I was inspired to create something of the same nature. So just be mindful if you read or hear negativity. You know, life can be pretty tough, and I get it's not great to internalize it, but there's always a better way than recycling that gloom onto someone else. Whether whether or not it is relieving me of that or just expressing my thoughts and opinions on it, I just don't think that's necessarily a, a great contribution into the information pool. So now, with this new frame of mind, I'm sort of thinking, okay, well, a new book is still happening because I don't want, you know, I don't want to just write this this one and just leave it at that, you know, one-hit wonder. But that maybe has some hints of the stuff I was originally going to start off with but the majority of it is just going to be a better message. So that's where I'm at right now. And I guess this is more or less a, uh, an announcement of the new project, the new creation. I don't know what to word it. You'll, you'll, you'll just have to pick up on my drift if you're, uh, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. So... Yeah, you know, a topic like that requires a lot of just sitting and thinking, thinking about where I want to go with that, what message do I want to have with that, you know, I mean, with the first book, I kind of went through that a little bit, and it just wasn't that hard, but, you know, there are always there's always new ideas that challenge you. And you always look for different ways to perceive them and tackle them from different angles and, you know, implement all the stuff that you've done before and all the stuff that you've learned and stuff like that and try to compile it into a clear outline for you. Whenever you're trying to create something new, whenever you're trying to create something innovative 
and you're pushing your own creative limits, it's difficult. So who knows? If any of you out there are, uh, you know, I wouldn't say hitting writer's block or hitting a creative block, but if you're at a big crossroads in the middle of Arizona, okay, you just blew in from a Greyhound bus, and the bus driver's like, listen, dude, I'm all out of gas, you're all out of money, I'm letting you off here. And you get off, and you start looking around, you're like, where are the road signs? And the bus driver's like, he looks at you, and he's like, dude, I don't know, I just drive the bus. And you're stuck in Arizona, looking around, no road signs, but you got two legs under your feet, and you got to do with what you got. So that's where I'm going to end it off there. This is more of like a little rant style, more little just free-flowing, top of the dome for all my writers and creatives out there. And yeah, so it is currently 2.12 a.m. And uh, I'm going to get back to reading my my book. And I'm going to go to sleep and have a great night's rest. Because I've got accounting tomorrow. How fun is that? Alrighty, well, take care. Let the little spirits of the night tuck you in. And you have a restful night too.